This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Good uh, morning. We have our quiz on Kalamoit to learn in Yanim that are about the Yontiv and using a lot of times for Chesidus. This time we're going to do a shtickle in Derech Mitzvah Secha. Derech Mitzvah Secha is a very, very Chashva Sefer, very fundamental Sefer. It was written by the Tzemach Tzedek, who was the third Lubavitcher Rebbe. Tzemach Tzedek was born in 1798. He died in 1860. He was um, fundamental in establishing Chabad. He, while the previous rabbis were involved in Machlekes and um, whether their fault, not their fault, but Al Kapan and Sanatzedek was accepted widely by many, many different um, segments of Kaisal, the literature, the Mistagdom accepted him. He was a Goyen in Nigla, he wrote the Jewish Sanatzedek. He was a Goyen Adir and everything. His Hekit and his ideas are really, really extraordinary. Um, He's, he's, he was a voluminous writer, probably wrote literally hundreds of thousands of pages of Chidushim, and most of it, the vast majority of Chidus. The, um, the, 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 a lot of the Nikudas themselves come from the Balatanya, but the Archavos Dvarim and his Hekif is really, really astounding. And um, the Sefer Dachmut Tzasech especially is seen as a very, very the basic sefer in, in, in these in Yanim. Dachmatzasech is on in Yanim of Mitzvahs. It's something which is, I, I mean, doesn't have all the mitzvahs. It has a few dozen mitzvahs. I'm not sure if you intend to write more or whatever. But Al-Kalpanim, what he does is, he usually almost always starts off with bringing the, um, the Chinuch, who explains the Indian. He brings the Rizal, who explains the Yin, and tries um, sometimes to see them as being part and parcel of the same of the same Inyan. Um, and it's part of his um, Surah of Goinus, which it is part and parcel of his Goinus that he was someone who um, tried to combine the, the two together. And uh, these are Inyan. The um, the piece that we're going to see is the shtickle on mitzvahs achilas matzah. It's called mitzvahs ashvasas chometz achilas matzah, and it's in the uh, standard print. It's amud chav gimel. We're, go- we're going to skip the first piece, which is really a um, it, it, it it has its own nikuda. We'll just read a little bit from the first piece. He first has a shtickle from the uh, rizal. A very, very, a rather dense shtickle. I guess what I'd like to take out of it, the one point that is um, going to be significant in his explanation is going to be um, a line in the middle of the Arizal where he says, <laughs> What, what's important for us is, of, of this Nekudah is, there were two levels of Das 
two levels of Tfisa Memuna that came through Matzah. Um, he, one is called Moich Nekatas, one is called Moich Nekatas. Moich Nekatas means the way a child would understand, which is rather simple, um, rather shallow. And then there's Moich Nekatas, which is a deeper, more mature, uh, broader understanding. It, at first glance, it simply seems to be a difference between uh, let's call it uh, a great understanding, a little understanding, um, more, less, but that's not the point, obviously, and, and that, that's going to be very much in his hesper. He, he then brings a chinuch, and he says, um, he, um, he brings, first of all, a zoya that says, matzah gives you a muna by eating it, and then he brings a chinuch, the chinuch says, very famous pshat, the, the pshat that's the, 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 the standard pshat. Um, is a very, very firm foundation of Amuna. It's something which is a clear indicator of HaKadosh Baruch Hu being the world. Obviously, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu can overturn the Teva, as the events of Mitzrayim showed, certainly he's the creator. There is a primary God who is, um, can do as he wishes. He's got no limitations. He can change nature at any time, just like in Mitzrayim. Um, so, the Chinuch also says, that the eating of matzah establishes a muna. He explains it in a very, in, in a very partial way. It's, it's, it's these events are, um, the eating of the matzah becomes a, a testimony to the events. These events themselves are the strongest indicator that it must be that nature itself came through the creation because someone can simply wreak havoc with nature. Now he says, even though and so on. Even though he wrote it, he says, I've already told you by the mitzvahs of Mila that the Torah has a hidden part and an overt part. And, and the Chinuch is writing the mitzvah in terms of, of um, what, you know, of the way one sees it through Nigla, the overt uh, um, understanding. While pianista, but the covered understanding, is also There's some element in Matzah that strengthens Emuna, and it is in, and it is sort of a continuation of what's there on the surface. So it's true that um, the surface uh, understanding of it conveys the message of Amuna, so does the inner understanding, and he is going to focus more on that inner understanding. The first um, point that he makes, and it's a point that we're going to skip, it's not so relevant to us at this moment, I mean, it's, it, it's part of the further explanation, but it's a, it's, it's a so that the, that's repeated uh, infinite amount of times in Chassidus of Chabad, is that the emuna 
of God as being almighty, omnipotent, and so on, um, is an amuna which is expected of everyone. It's an amuna that really the word amuna should apply to it. It's something that reasoning should get you there. It's something that we we should be able to reason through um, by all sorts of uh, arguments and all sorts of um, thought process. What requires amuna, because it's something that simply we don't have the ability to grasp it, is that nothing exists but a Kaddish That the world itself, its 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 entire existence, is simply the will of a Kaddish and there is nothing else that exists but a Kaddish That's something that we don't grasp. Um, I don't have to use the word easily or at all. It's something that we can say the words, we can believe in it, but what does it mean not to exist? No person can imagine its own non-existence, and therefore it belongs to the realm of Amuna, um, inherent in so. It's, it's not because we may not have enough good proofs, it's simply a, a, a concept that the human mind cannot cope with. The human mind cannot imagine its own non-existence, um, and therefore, it's something we, we, we know the words, we say them, we believe in them, but we don't really grasp it intellectually the way we might grasp the first point of God being simply the strongest, um, all-powerful in, in creation. Okay, now he says, base. V'zeu mitzvahs achilas matzah, shenitztavot meisor mitzrayim, ki mitzrayim he mechusrei amon anau. We're living in the context of a nation that did not have a Muna, that were not, um, you know, they, they certainly were uh, anti Paminim, and therefore Kalayasro had that same attitude. And they could not. Possibly, they needed something to be covea this amuna in, 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 in. They needed it to have this amuna planted in them, and therefore, Kodesh needed to begin to give them that amuna. Now, how do we do that? But in yin yuvan api maimer azau in atinok yadeh likros abavima achitam tam daga. It says that a child does not know. Does not call his father and mother until he tastes um, bread. The Gemara of there is talking about a halachic uh, concept. It is as follows: a child, uh, the waste product, is something which, uh, um, which you, you cannot say a davar when there's waste product around, and therefore, if any place is soiled. You cannot say in the, in the vicinity um, anything that's kadosh. However, a child, before he is, as long as he is nursing, his waste product does not is not considered halachically waste product, and it's only when he begins to eat bread and grains that his waste product is considered halachically um, something which. Is going to um, is, is is going to be considered um, uh, as as um, 
foul enough to not allow her to say Varsha Bekdusha. The logic behind that, the Gemara says something that is kind of a little bit strange to us. The Gemara says the more a person is um, knowledgeable, the more a person knows and understands, the more the side effect of it is bad. The Gemara says, Mosef Das, Mosef Macho, that in proportion to a person's gaining of knowledge, there's also more difficult side effects, so to speak. Now, the the um, product of or the product of the uh, person's eating of uh, grains and things of that nature are something that create the waste, which is foul. And the reason is because with the beginning of eating grain, the child has enough understanding to be able to um, to, um, to 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 recognize his father and his mother. So we have the child eats grain. He now is capable of understanding the concept of father and mother. That that understanding produces undesirable side effect, which is. A, um, which, which means a, a waste product that is foul and creates circle. That's the flow of the ta- of the Talmudic logic in terms of the um, of the halachas of Baruch, of uh, Kriyashma and so on. Now he says, mm-hmm. Let's understand something. The concept of a father is a um, is is a, a it's, it's it's an intellectual concept. It's something which um, animals probably don't have. They they have some sense of a mother as long as they're nursing, but then that's it. There's not the sense of father mother we understand. But the child doesn't understand that. The, the child doesn't have that sense of father and mother that uh, a grown-up has, to him it's, it's, it's a, just a vague recognition. Um, and certainly the conception of it is, is beyond him. Um, so he says like this when we say that the child doesn't understand fully the concept of Avavima it, it's, so it's not as if it's two separate concepts and he understands a very, very, um, a, a very, very uh, different picture, um, and, and then when he becomes an adult, he understands a very, very, very big picture. That's a very different picture. No, it it it's really, really one lies within the other. In other words, as the person is, as the person is, as the child says, father and mother. And there's some flicker of a sense of awareness of an entity father or mother with a pleasant, um, uh, some sort of pleasant accompaniment to it. 
some sense of uh, positiveness to it. Um, the, as he grows older and he gets a better and a bigger sense of it, he is going to understand that as having lain within the first understanding. It, it's going to be more like a seed sprouting and becoming a plant than, than, than a, a kid trading in a toy for an adult. A kid has a toy car. A toy car is not a, is not a real car, and it won't be a real car. And, and there's nothing in a toy car that's ever going to become a real car. It's, it's two separate cars. There's a little boy has a little plastic car. When he's a grown-up, he has a, a car. They, they sort of look alike, but they're very, very different entities. A seed and a plant may look different, but everything that's in the plant was in the seed. It's the same thing we find um, when, when a child, um, it, when, when, when you have, an, an, a, a, let's take a grown-up for a minute. A person is a scientist. He has an intuitive idea about something. Now, that intuitive idea may be um, very raw, some bare association between two things with some very vague sense of it. As he researches and, and develops the ideas more and more and more, he then actually understands what it is, it, 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 what it is that his intuition was. If his intuition is right, he's going to develop the formula, the mechanism of association, the correlation exactly, and so on. This is all going to happen as it develops. So it, it was seen as having lain in the first idea and slowly developing outwards. So the child also, he has a real idea. He, he has a sense father and mother's registered. It hasn't developed yet, but it's registered, and within that is where you're going to have it. And he says, the... Um, In that, in, when he calls out father, in that calling out lies the all of that that the father gave birth to him, and he's part of his father, and therefore the father cares for him, and therefore the father wants to do for him, and therefore he can call on him. All, all that's there. says it sort of become compressed in a way that he gets it, but but it's there. Imagine when you learn with a child or with a simple person, halachas, you tell them the halacha l'maisa. That halacha l'maisa has a lot of development in it. It, it, it has a masomat, and there's a shakavataria. One of the reasons that one of, one of, the, one of the properties of Rashi and the Rambam that make them stand out in in ways that you know in, that stand out for generations is the ability to compress in simple statements a tremendous amount of scholarship. Let's take an example. Um, you have works that are simple, a simple translation for a young person, for a child, for, for the layman, for the unlettered, and so on. And the, the, the translation is simple. It gives you a simple understanding. It, it, does not, it does not in any way contain any of the depth. 
it's sometimes misleading because it's oversimplified, but it has a use, you know, you're, you're kind of getting a simple idea, and that's that. You have complex works that go through a lot of back and forth at different points and trying to determine each point exactly what it is and why it is and the different ways you could look at it and so on. Uh, those might be very accurate points, but they're kind of useless for anyone except for the very learned. What makes Rashi astounding is Rashi is um, perfectly useful for the Tan um, as it is for, for the simple person. It, it, there's no difference. He, he is a, a um, you can learn it and use it as a, as a very, very pleasant guide to, um, a, you know, to, to having uh, a, a, a very pleasant guide to, to uh, pshat, to a Dafayomi person, to someone just kind of just simple pshat. And it can be used for very, very complex, um, it can be used for, for, for to understand where it came from. And when you learn Rashi really well, you'll get that as well also. You will get a real sense of what Rashi, of, 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 of what Rashi went through to get to his pshat, why he didn't like what Tracy's said, and even though Tracy's pshat might seem more to the point, but Rashi had his reasons, so on and so forth. Same is true with the Rambam. If the Rambam can compete with the kids of Shoharach for its sort of brevity kind of and simple language and straightforward language, but, but the Rambam can be learned um, like the Reb Chaim learns him. It, it, the, the Rambam is, is, is can be learned with, uh, with an extraordinary amount of depth because he had gone through the depth, he had condensed it into what appears to be simple uh, statements, and that's the goddess of it where, in a simple format, it contains everything else. And that's what he says, um, the, 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 uh, it, 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 within that idea, it ha it's, so the person has a halacha with somebody, and he says, um, within that halacha, there is a, 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 a depth that has been disguised through the, through the fact that it's written in simple form and brief. And he also uses misholim that are nice in the child's world, that not particularly relevant maybe in the adult world. They are, um, you know, sort of a, a, a simple type of mushal, and that's fine. That's uh, it's it's not a, uh, a you know it's 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 the child's mushal. It's not the adult's mushal. But the um, now he says. Um, and therefore, having a um, having you know it, it's a halachic term when you take something through a, a utensil through a tool, it's considered as if you took it. Um, so when the child, when the tam dogan allows the child to call out avadima, he has an understanding. Why is this koach in, in Dogen particularly? Because 
Um, so he says that it's um, the reason why it's especially associated with red is because um, the brach of hamotzi lechem means everything, all the other minim, we make a brach of bore, okay, adoma, bore creates, bore minim, samim. The only one that can make a different brach in that way is hamotzi lechem because the lechem was there within the dogan waiting to be unfolded. In other words, the place where we see that there's a chachma locked into um, an entity, everything else is as it is, pear, peach, so on. In bread, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu shows that that's hamotzi lechem in arts, that you can bring out, develop the lechem in arts. Bini says, I'm skipping a few lines here. Um, the, uh, I mean, he, he, he says over here, I'll just sum up, I guess, what he skips. He says, the understanding of So the concept of a God the concept of the other who I am from lies in that. If it's true physically that the concept of the first concept of Das lies in a certain understanding, in a certain um, ability to grasp uh, origin and that's father mother, so it's true that in Amuna the concept of Hashbrochah's Avinuata is what's grasped. Um, so he says, and, and this Emuna is able to tap into, in other words, the idea of Akarish Baruch Hu being real existence and us not is not something that is, um, is, is easy for us to understand. I don't even know if it's all, all that possible in a full sense of words. Probably falls on the Irani Adam Bechai, but it's something which allows me to, which which I can grasp at some level. So he says, that has an innate ability, most nefesh. But the idea that our world really is simply an emanation from God, it's not, it doesn't have its own uh, validity, it's not its own entity, but rather it's from the way, the way in which we would have to understand that we really are simply a continuation of our parents and you know with, with, with a sense of independence but really we're, we're sort of of them that's something that um, that, that's a very very difficult idea so um, it, it, by starting the process of the Muna was akin to the process of the first grasp of, 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 of depth conceptualization of a child, 
which happens with the eating of Dagan, and slowly developing it into this concept. I want to add a point, I guess, and we'll hold it here, but I want to add a point that really is, is, is significant over here. In the big picture, we, we talk about Emuna and Yidea as being two separate or conflicting, possibly, but certainly two totally unrelated entities. So there are people that know, understand, think. There are people that believe, and uh, you know, and, and, and so on. That's those are the they're, they're opposite, and we need to believe only those things that we don't know and understand, and those things that we believe are not really true, and um, in, in, with seichel because we can't prove it, and so on and so forth. So a person can be either a maimin or a yodea. A person, it might be preferable to choose Yedia, might be preferable to choose Amuna. You know, we, we, there's, there's a, it, it's, we're always busy choosing one or the other. Amuna um, might be better, might be worse. The way he's explaining it is a much, much, um, it, it's a synthesis, um, which is the Emes. Amuna is the initial grasp of something that I have a sense of it, and a sense of emis that has yet to be developed in to understand it. Which means as follows. Every understanding of things that are really beyond us starts with emuna. And emuna is the first foothold on in, in knowledge. And that's something which is very, very um, significant in terms of We've done something. When I feel it's, this is right, and I have an amuna in it, um, I have I, I I have you deal within that amuna. It's not there yet. It's not different than when a scientist who has an intuitive sense about something, that intuition will grow and flourish into real knowledge. Once a person is firm with amuna, then begins the process of developing um, what's in the amuna. What exactly is it that I know? What exactly is it that I understand? How exactly does it work? Um, what causes? And, 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 and so on. And, and a person keeps developing. So just like as the child goes older, his understanding of his initial sense of father and mother begins to take on many, many, um, de many definitions, many understandings, and, and his growth is measured in the maturity and depth of his understanding, but it all came down to the basic sense of fatherhood, motherhood that he that he had as a child. So, and this is clearly the link between Pesach and Shavuos. Pesach is matzah. Matzah is a condensed version. It's like when you have a piece of dough. The dough will rise and become a challah, but, but the challah is already in this flat piece of dough. So the flat piece of dough is our food on Pesach. The, um, the, the developed, the fully developed challah is going to be our Mayachon Shavuos. Shavuos reached the Alechem, which is Chometz, and the Matzah. So Emuna to Yedia is the, the seed to the, to the, to the blossom of the entire. I don't mind.